Last time on Pokemon Rollout. The group had reconvened at a Pokemon Center near Trilithon Sanctuary before they set out for the day. On their travels, they met up with a man at Bard Jomad, who seemed rather distressed and was looking for his annoying friend. The group agreed to help as they traveled near the sanctuary. As they were tracking some footsteps, they literally stumbled upon an Ursaring cave and a Teddy Ursa. The mother Ursaring quickly came to the rescue of the cub and scared the group off, even though Charlie considered catching it. As they moved around the cave, they came across several corefish attacking Etbar's friend, but it was being defended by a spear tomb. The group defeated the corefish, including the one that Charlie caught. Liliana convinced the spear tomb to join her on her journey in an effort to help the spear tomb redeem itself. The group made it to a Pokemon Center where Etbar was able to get his friend the necessary help. What adventures await today on Pokemon Rollout! My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Sneeze. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. Alright. So last time you just made it back to the Pokemon Center again. Uh, It's about midday. If you head towards Trilithon Sanctuary now, you should get there right around nightfall. Let's go! Let's make it! And you can assume your your Pokemon were healed and everything as well. Very good. Ooh. And Charlie was healed after he was terribly accosted by Professor Sneeze. Yes, <laughs> yes, you can assume he was healed as well. He deserved it. It was for your own good. <laughs> oh, this is great. As always, I type in the wrong... Uh, the the uh, HP in the wrong spot. So it says that Charlie has negative 319 injuries. <laughs> or, or That's my that's my injured HP. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit much. <laughs> it's a little bit much. Alright. So you guys start heading towards Trilithon Sanctuary. As you're heading there, uh, you're wandering through the trees that are decently spaced apart. And going through there, and then uh, up ahead of you, you see a four-legged uh, Pokemon with dark blue to uh, dark blue to black body covered in white fur. It has a ruff around its neck and chest, and a tuft on the top of its head, with a single blue-black oval in the center of its forehead. It has a feline face with almond-shaped red eyes, a scythe-like tail, and a crescent-shaped horn on the side of its head. Uh, its feet are tipped with three claws each, and there are spikes on the heels of its hind legs and the elbows of its front legs. Um, and it is staring directly at you. This calls for a Pokemon education check. Paul knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a 16. Gah, half that, I rolled 8. <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Professor Sneeze, you know this is Absol, known as the disaster Pokemon. Oh, uh, I was wrong. <laughs> they only show up when bad things are about to happen. Uh, they're considered harbingers of disaster. 
Can you get an occult education check? Heck yes. I lied. Uh, Paul did not know what it is. I thought you were describing a uh, meow stick. Ah, I can see that. All right. Occult is uh, 13. Okay. You know that the main stories are that Absol uh, cause or bring disaster, but in point of fact, that's not exactly true. Absols are actually... uh, They have foresight, so they warn of disasters that are already going to happen rather than bring them themselves. All right. Uh, so, uh, hey, hey, uh, guys, don't don't be afraid of this Pokemon. I know it has a bad reputation, but uh, it's there to warn people of disasters happening. So there might be something going on right now. What's wrong, boy? Is Timmy stuck in a well? <laughs> uh, the Pokemon uh, looks over your group for a few seconds more, then turns and vanishes. Well, can you try to look with a perception. Sure. Yeah. Ooh, eleven. Eight. Eleven. Yeah, it vanished. Oh. No! <laughs> Wait, where did it go? <laughs> what, is Lily going to get another Dark-type Pokemon? <laughs> Shut up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> huh. Well, that was neat. Let's go on our way. <laughs> yeah, but let's... Uh... let's... Let's be careful because that's that's not a good sign to see an absolute. The entire like that. forest starts to shake. Oh no. <laughs> so all around you there seems to be a massive earthquake, ground rising, everything shaking. Uh, a few le- seconds later it stops. And then you hear something land on the ground far to your left. Uh, glancing over you see a Pokemon that is bluish green. And roughly uh, oval-shaped. It has red eyes, and it doesn't seem to have any visible limbs. It has a single spike on the top of its head. And it has, like, several protrusions coming out of it from its uh, oval shape. Uh, It sits there shaking for a moment, and then suddenly glows bright white and explodes. Whoa! Which knocks down several trees near it. Uh, There's another thud much nearer by. Run! Can I get a perception check? Uh, 16. Eight. Half of that. Uh, Looking around, you see the other uh, Pokemon that's landed near enough that the explosion will probably hit you. Uh, Charlie's the only one who looks up. Okay. Um, There are several in the trees all around you, which all seem to be swaying and falling. Okay, uh, I'm going to fast pitch it. With a great ball, uh, and uh, and a curve ball, and can I do all those things? Yes. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna damage it. Okay. <laughs> so first roll that hit it. Things. Oh good, it's a 19. It was it was gonna land on a three, but it, it fell okay. on the 19. Okay, so that hits. <laughs> okay. Alright, so that's uh, 20 normal physical. Okay, that actually did 5 normal physical. Okay. Ooh, 17! Makes it a 7 after the Great Ball. Oh, nice! You hit it and the Pokeball shakes once, twice, ding! Congratulations, you've got a level 15 male Pineco. 
Booyah! Let's get out of here. <laughs> I agree with Charlie. I'm good with that. All right. So you start sprinting through the woods uh, while all around you Pineco are falling and exploding. Uh, they're uh, You're running for a bit, and then one lands directly in front of you. Go. Oh. Um. Uh, survival check? <laughs> okay, for to do what? I don't know, Survive! <laughs> Survive, yeah. It landed yes. directly in front of you. It's vibrating. It looks like it'll take at least a turn, like at least a few seconds for it to actually explode. Mm. Oh, okay. So, are we in initiative? It's still, it's still stunned from the fall. Yes, you are in initiative. So that means Charlie is fastest at the moment. Catch it, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no. Charlie's going to do something probably really stupid. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I, this will be a struggle attack, but the intention is to kick it away. Like, if, if I kick it, will it actually like, kick away? How much do Pineco weigh? Pineco weighs 16 pounds. Mmm. Maybe Charlie's not gonna kick it. That's like two <laughs> bowling balls. Actually, actually, hang on, hang on. That's, hang a, good, on, hang that's on. a good size bowling ball. Hang on, there, there's a there's a way to settle this. Uh, Charlie's gonna w- roll Pokemon Education to see how, if he knows how much a Pineco weighs. Um, I thought you were gonna say steel toe boots, but... <laughs> uh, it's an eight. Okay, uh, you aren't exactly sure, but judging by the dent it made in the ground when it landed, it's probably not a good idea to kick it. Okay, Charlie does not kick it. Um, <laughs> so do we have any idea where we're running to? <laughs> you seem to be in kind of a Pineco nesting area at the moment. Okay. Um, so, out, I guess. Okay. Um, can Charlie, I mean, as Charlie, can I just run around it? Or, ooh, no, better idea. Um, Bernie, come on out! So being, being in initiative and looking like we have a one turn, I think, uh, um, uh, guys, let's just, just try and make this one faint before it explodes. Uh, Bernie, use Ember! Uh, Bernie, Professor Sneeze goes first, but... But Professor Sneeze, take your turn first. <laughs> <laughs> um... Professor Sneeze is gonna hit it with Swift. And that's a 10, so not a crit. It's gonna be 27 normal special damage. Okay, that actually did 14 normal special damage, which isn't enough to injure it. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then uh, he's gonna say to Archie on his shoulder, uh, Archie, hit it as soon as you can with a scratch attack. Archie's gonna run at it with a scratch attack. 16. And definitely using the pass so that, like, he goes up and scratches it and then tries to move as far away from it as possible so as not to get damaged. Yep, so that hits. That's gonna be 29 normal physical damage. 29 normal physical damage. So you actually did 16 normal physical, which is just enough to injure it. And now it's Bernie's turn. Alright, Bernie, hit it with an ember! Uh, 13. That hits. Alright, so I need to do 2d6s. I have lots of those. Uh, 27 is the total. Fire special. 
27 fire special. So you did 34 fire special damage, which is enough to give it two more injuries and faint it. Somehow by setting it on fire, you stopped it from exploding. <laughs> the rules of Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> so you keep on running then? Is there still more falling and exploding around you? Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. All right. So you're running for a little bit far, uh, farther when uh, one lands to your left and one lands to your right. And a little bit in front of you, so you may not be able to run out of range in time. Um, I'll have Grunge go then. Okay. Um, and we're gonna do Lame Alright. So I got an 8 for accuracy. Okay, hitting the left one or the right one? Um, left. Okay. You hit. I got 40. Fire You actually did 45 fire physical, which is enough to give this one two injuries, but not quite to faint it. What? Liliana's up. Okay. Um... I now have a good amount of HP. <laughs> Man, we're, we're running through a pine field here. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, well, yeah. At least the alternate title. Um, Man, we need to, not interrupt, but we need to, like, tally up who, like, who has said, like, the episode titles or the alternate <laughs> titles. Anyway. <laughs> um, I will do Faint Attack. On the left one as well? Uh, yeah. Roll to see if you crit. I did not. Okay, just roll damage. Oh, okay. okay. So I got 25 dark physical. 25 dark physical. Okay, that actually does 11 dark physical damage. Ugh. Which is just enough to give it another injury and faint it. The left one's down. Right one is still standing. Uh, Archie is up. Um. Yeah. Uh, Archie, you scratch! Can he hit... Wait, there's just the one still standing? Yeah, just the one still standing. Okay, alright. Yeah, hit that one with scratch! That's 20! Perfect. Nice. That does hit. Roll 46. Good thing it's not a steel type yet. <laughs> right. um, 46 normal physical damage. 46 total normal physical, you said. Yep. Okay, that actually did 31 normal physical damage, which is enough to give it two injuries, but not quite enough to faint it. Ugh. And that means uh, Charlie's up. Uh, Charlie picks up a rock, tosses it in his sling, and, uh, throws it. Found the trick to make Charlie not feel hesitant about hitting Pokemon. Just make them blow up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no. Um, uh, Char- Charlie rolled a six. Uh, unfortunately, the, uh, pebble hits 
one of the protrusions of the pine cone bounces off without dealing any damage. Still not all that, he- or still a little bit hesitant, then I guess. I suppose. <laughs> uh, Professor Sneeze. Um, oof. I don't know if I can do anything useful because I used Swift last time. Alright, so do you want to just skip yours then? Yeah, I think I do have to skip it. Okay, that means that Bernie is up. Uh, Bernie's doing an ember attack, and uh, the roll on that is a 14. Okay, that hits. Uh, 22 is uh, fire special. So that did 26 fire special, which is enough to give it another two injuries and faint it. Um, just as you're getting ready to start running again, another pineco falls from the sky and lands on Professor Sneeze. No! <laughs> Which does uh, 21 normal physical damage to Professor Sneeze. And it is Grunge's turn. Alright. Um, we'll just do flame wheel again. Please be careful! Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if I do flame wheel, that would probably hit Professor Sneeze, wouldn't it? Well, right. I mean, he's got full HP. <laughs> just to <laughs> well, he doesn't anymore, but. Okay, yeah. I mean, Grunge is literally setting himself on fire and charging at the Pine Co., so there might be some backlash. <laughs> Dang it. Um. <laughs> we'll just do bite then, because that shouldn't hurt him, right? Professor Sneeze? Yeah, it won't, yeah. Because it's just, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll do that then to be safe and nice. I've got a 15 for accuracy. 15, that hits. And then I got 32 dark physical. Okay. That actually does 19 dark physical, which isn't enough to give it an injury, but it is flinched. Yes. Liliana, you're up. Okay. Um, Let's do... This is too faint attack again. Oh, wait, I don't have... I didn't get... Whatever. Yeah, you didn't crit? Okay. I didn't crit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got 21 dark... Or, yeah, 21 dark physical. Okay. That did 8 dark physical damage, which isn't quite enough to injure it. No. So that means... Uh, luckily... <laughs> Grunge seems to have bite, bit right at the tip, right at the top of the uh, pineco spike, which throws it off just enough that it doesn't explode right at the moment. Uh, and it is Archie's turn. Uh, while this is going on, you notice that one of the trees nearby near you has weakened and is starting to fall towards you. You have one round to move out of the way. Oh boy! Oh boy! Is this for the group? Yes. It's a big tree. 
So if Archie were to use Scratch, he could use that to both attack and get out of the way, theoretically? Yes. Theoretically, yes. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Archie, use Scratch! Four. Four. Um, and its AC is usually two. Yeah. All right. That just barely manages to get through its armor. Oh, yes. All right. 37 physical normal damage. 37 physical normal. That does 24 physical normal damage, which is enough to finally give this one an injury, but not enough to paint it. Oh. All right, so for Charlie's turn, uh, he will uh, move out of the way and throw a, uh, a rock at the pine kill. Crits, net 20. Nice. So you roll 2d8. Are you using your slingshot for it? Yes. Okay. So then you roll 2d8 and add 25. Uh, 31 normal damage then for that one. 31 normal physical. Okay, that does 18 normal physical, which is enough to give Pineco another injury and faint it. All right. So the pine co is out. The tree is uh, you're all so you all have time to scramble out of, out of the way of the tree now. But um, and most of the pine co seem to have fallen and exploded. Unfortunately, they've fallen and exploded in front of you as well as behind you. And trees are falling everywhere. Oh boy! Uh, athletics to just sprint as fast as you can out of the way. Acrobatics to dodge and weave through the trees if you like. Survival to plot the best bat the best path. Uh, something else creative if you can convince me to do a roll of something else. Bernie and myself uh, will be doing acrobatics. I'm going to start with Bernie, though. Let me see if... Alright, so Bernie rolled a 16 plus 3, 19 in acrobatics. Okay. I'll use survival, and that is 13. Okay. And what's Archie doing? What is Liliana doing? Um, I'm using acrobatics, and I got nine. Okay. Archie is also using acrobatics. And then what is Grunge going to do? Uh, Grunge is using using athletics, and he got a ten. Okay. Archie got eleven in acrobatics. And Charlie got uh, nine in acrobatics. He did not roll very well. (laughs) Okay. So you all start sprinting through the trees. You said, uh, Professor Snee's got an eleven in survival? 13 in survival. 13 Archie survival. got 11 in acrobatics. Okay. Uh, Bernie clear, uh, clearly starts out stripping everyone and actually starts showing off, uh, like <laughs> doing backflips and burning through some of the trees to dodge out of the way and things like that. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> Professor Sneeze, however, is dodging from like tree cover to tree cover and methodically picking his way. He's kind of behind everyone, but he's still moving without really running into anything. Uh, you said Archie got 11, and uh, so did... Oh, no, and then Grunge got 10, and Liliana and Charlie both got 9. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. So Archie starts swinging through the trees, but quickly discovers that falling trees are harder to swing through than uh, regular trees. Mm. So he's scampering for a bit, and he gets a little bit uh, caught up. But he makes it through all right, but... 
Uh, at the very last second, some of the trees catch onto his hand at the end of his tail and wrench oh. that around a little bit on him. Hmm. Uh, he makes it through okay, but he suffers uh, 23 normal physical damage. As he's growing through. Meanwhile, Grunge just up and sprints down the way, uh, burning a few trees out of the way as he goes. Uh, he's also making it through fairly well as he's growing through, but again, um, about halfway through for him, uh, he gets into a bad place where just trees start falling on him and he just simply can't run fast enough through. Uh, he manages to burn his way out eventually, but he takes 30 normal physical damage. And Charlie and Liliana make it out just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie and Liliana both dodging and weaving through the trees are doing the best they can, uh, making it through everything, but eventually uh, both of them at separate occasions just find uh, that there is nowhere for them to go and they basically have to get hit by at least one tree in order to keep moving. Um, Luckily it's small enough that it doesn't do them an undue amount of damage, but they make it through taking 38 normal physical damage each. That is a lot. (laughs) And I take an injury. I have taken an injury. And And if it was only one attack that caused that, you take another injury. Uh, me too. Okay, I have two injuries. <laughs> me too. Because PTU is mean. <laughs> yeah, so you all managed to stagger out eventually, and uh, looking behind you, what was once a forest is now a twisted mass of, of wood and branches and uh, scorched pinecone pine cone in the middle of craters. Hmm. Yikes. Uh, can I get a general education check? Um, eight for Charlie. 22, Professor Sneeze. <laughs> I got a Profes- Professor Sneeze, um, that earthquake lasted way too short, was way too violent immediately, and uh, the Trilithon Sanctuary has no history of earthquakes. Uh, there's no earthquakes around here, guys. I don't know exactly what that was. Going through that, um, as you're talking through that, you start seeing uh, some people from what looks like the area towards Trilithon Sanctuary are kind of running over in your direction as well. I- excuse me, do any of you know what, what happened? A group of people turn towards you, um... And uh, they kind of rush towards you, like, "Oh my goodness, you guys were in the middle of that. Are you all right? Is everything okay? What just happened? What just happened?" Um, uh, Charlie uh, hobbles out, uh, whole, uh, with the injury to his leg, and he, he's holding his arm. Like, no, we're not, we're not doing too great right now. There's th- that wasn't that wasn't very fun. Uh, perception. Yes. Eight. Uh, eight. Uh, nine. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> All of you notice at about the same time, 
Uh, there's a group of about five who came up to, to uh, greet you and like, what? there was an earthquake or something? I don't know how that happened, but I'm glad you guys are all right. You guys are uh, trainers heading to Triathlon Sanctuary, right? It's, it's right this way. We'll be able to help you out. All of you notice about the same time, there's a group of five. Three of them are wearing pins. The pins are in the shape of a scimitar with stylized flames on the blade. And that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and another special thank you to Tom Aquinas, one of our Patreons. Thank you so much for helping us out. Uh, uh, Nick, follow me on uh, Twitter at PokeRollNick. Uh, I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at Prof Snag. Uh, say hi to me in the tap room, and check me out on the Puckle Podcast. I'm on there every once in once in a while. I'm Michael, and you can find me on Twitter at M G L I L I E N T H A L. And I'm Lydia, and you can find me on Twitter at Lil underscore Shadow Eight. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. <laughs> Next time on Pokemon Rollout. After their explosive entrance into Trilithon Sanctuary, the trainers received a disturbing welcome from the townspeople. What do the Flames of Agni badges mean? Why does no one else object to them? And why hasn't Nirav, the Keeper of the Stones, done anything about them? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout. Did you roll to damage it? Uh, I did. I did roll to damage it. What did you roll? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to roll to damage it. Okay, yeah, you should roll to damage it before <laughs> you capture it. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Got 24 phys- fighting physical. 24 fighting... Fighting? You mean dark physical? Oh, dark physical. Yep, sorry. Oh, wait, I rolled the wrong things. Never mind. Ugh, just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener, obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about, offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org, from our fancy to yours.